Welcome back, everybody, to Left at the Light. Uh, here we are again. Uh, my name is Matt. Uh, good to have you with us. And uh, we have, a, of course, a new episode for you. And uh, I hope you guys have gone back and listened to some of our old episodes. Uh, we have um, Country Donuts, uh, Ye Old Corner Tap, and McHenry, um, several others. So just if you get the opportunity, if you haven't listened to them yet, Take a listen. Uh, there are some great episodes out there, and I hope you have enjoyed the ones you've heard thus far. So uh, we're here again uh, with uh, essentially episode 10 uh, with Nyerman Landscape and Design. And uh, I'll tell you, this one's kind of an interesting one for me because I am terrible with this type of stuff. Uh, landscaping, uh, planting, and such is not my thing at all. Uh, I, I've tried it. And uh, have failed miserably. So the landscaping in front of my house and uh, in the back of my house is pretty minimal. Uh, so uh, this, these are the experts here. Uh, been in the business for a long time. And uh, it shows if you check out some of their work. Uh, you can see them on their website, which I kind of mentioned before or mentioned during the episode. Uh, some of the 3D rendering. It's actually pretty cool stuff uh, to... Uh, take a look and see like, Hey, I'm going to design this and here's how it's going to look. So that's, it's kind of neat to see. So check out their website on that. And, uh, obviously take a listen to the episode. And if they, it sounds like a business that you want to, uh, talk to, to do some landscaping in your yard. I mean, it's a, you know, the, it, the timing is coming up. Uh, we are warming up. The snow is going away. It's exciting to, uh, hopefully get out there some more and, uh, start living outside again. So I'll give you guys a little bit of uh, behind the scenes, so to speak, on uh, kind of what happens when uh, we do the episodes here. And uh, essentially, I mean, it's it's what you think for the most part. You know, I go and I interview people either on Zoom or uh, in person, um, uh, obviously socially distanced. Um, and I do have a, 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 I think, a decent amount of equipment, laptop, mixer, mic, uh, mic for the, you know, the person I'm interviewing headphones, uh, you know, you put that mic in front of some people and it becomes very intimidating. And uh, I, I, it, it is, it's different. It's not something that I think most people are used to, uh, something that they see or have to deal with. And um, on top of that, you know, have something that's going out to people in the area to listen to and, ha and be judged by. So um, it's something that, I think when I started doing this, it was kind of intimidating for myself. I've gotten used to it, uh, you know, hearing my own voice and, uh, you, know, you know, wearing headphones and hearing my own voice as I'm speaking right now, too. So it's it's a different animal. It's interesting. Uh, it takes some getting used to. So uh, that being said, I know that, you know, people have said to me after after the fact, it's like, yeah, that mic is actually intimidating. So um, keep that in mind. I mean, you know, people that are doing this, they, they run a business. They are not talking on a microphone for a living. So, um, but, uh, you know, and I'm not doing it for a living either. This is, this is purely for me to, uh, you know, do what we're doing, do these episodes and get them out to everybody. So, um, you know, let, let's get the other semantics out of the way. And, and, uh, you know, if you have a business and you want to be on the podcast, email me at left at the light pod at gmail.com as the, probably the easiest way to get a hold of me. 
as well as, uh, you know, we got the Facebook posts, we got the Facebook page. You're more than welcome to go like the page and go subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you listen to us on. Uh, we are on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Radio Public, uh, Spotify, uh, a few others, Pandora. So we are out there to uh, hear on many different platforms. Um, so that's all I have for the intro. Uh, please enjoy the episode and we'll speak again at the end of the episode. So uh, enjoy. Okay, Tom, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. How are you doing, Matt? I'm doing great. Um, thanks for uh, taking the time out um, on a Tuesday night here to record this with me. I appreciate that. Not a problem. It's another adventure. <laughs> so tell me about Nearman Landscape and Design. Well, we are a design-build maintenance company. We've been around 30 years. A um, little interesting story when we got started, but um, we're about as big as we want to be. We're not looking to take over the world. Um, I've got a great group of guys and some fantastic managers and we like to do it once, do it right and keep the quality up. So we walk away from every job and we're proud of what we do. Okay. So, uh, before we get into the history, tell me about some of the things that you guys do. <clears throat> well, we do a lot of outdoor kitchens, hardscapes, we're authorized, Unilock authorized contractors. Um, about five, six years ago, we started putting in-ground fiberglass pools in because we saw the way that most of the local guys were installing them and it just wasn't up, up to par. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we take it from turnkey design, from design, installation, all the different services, we subcontract them out or we do it all in-house. Um, most pool contractors would put the pool in and leave and then say, call your landscaper, call your fence guy, call your whatever, we're a one-stop shop. Okay. So, um, so besides the pools, you do landscaping. I see some like like brick paver type stuff. And we do quite a bit of uh, hardscape brick pavers, natural stone. Um, you know, a lot of outdoor kitchens, outdoor living, um, full landscape plantings, um, design with that landscape maintenance, and we try not to just mow and go. We try to do the full service. So it's if you want the full package where it's all done and taken care of, where the guys to call. Okay. Um, so 30 years ago, so that was a long time. Yeah, I still have some of the same first-year customers. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, so how did it get started then? Well, a long time ago, I wanted to be a golf course superintendent and did that for about six months after I, I graduated from college and the Greens Committee changed. So my boss sent up an interview for a company that's no longer in existence. They've been taken over called Brickman. Did that for about two years, um, bounced around the industry a little bit, was then employed as a plant buyer and troubleshooter for a large North Shore company. Uh, I was there for probably about six months and didn't like the way they treated all the guys. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I just didn't feel like they were upright and honest. Um, and then one day the owner and I got in an argument as I drove home. I saw a little red dump truck for sale at a Chevy dealer in Wakanda. I Stopped in, bought it, drove home, told my wife we're starting our own landscape business. And then I called my boss the next day and said, your truck's over in Wakanda. Go get it. I quit. <laughs> so two interesting things about that. About that. Um, so you, you went home and told your wife. 
So was this like, was she blindsided by this idea or was this something you had thought about before? Well, I kind of toyed around with it in the back of my mind, but never really came out and discussed mm-hmm. it much. So yeah, I kind of blindsided her with it. Okay. So how was that reaction? She looked at me and said, well, I guess I'll, we'll live on mac and cheese and hot dogs till we figure it out. So she <laughs> rode, rode along with it. Uh, back then she was a special ed teacher. And then as the company grew and we needed more office help, everything else, and the kids were growing up, now my wife works here full time. Okay. We work together, actually in the same office. That, so how's that go normally? It goes pretty well. We, yeah? <laughs> we've, we've been married 34 years, so we've got, kind of got it dialed in. So you're only four years in when you're like, yeah. hey, let's let's just do this. Yeah. I can be a little impulsive at times. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. I started a company yesterday. I was thinking about it. Today we're doing it. <laughs> so, keeps life, life interesting. Absolutely. Uh, so how did, how did it go initially? So you just, you, it was just you by yourself starting out. So how did it become what it is today? So like when I... Pulled in just just to give the people listening an idea. This is a pretty big property here with quite a few trucks out front. Yeah, peak season right now, we run about thirty to thirty-five people. Um, run four maintenance crews and four installation crews, and one um, finesse crew. So, yeah, we're like I said, we're pretty good size for this area. Mm-hmm. Um, first year I started out, it was pretty much. Word of mouth. In fact, um, you know, parents, friends, everyone else kind of threw me a bone here. Come mm-hmm. do this. Come do that. That kind of a thing. A um, couple of other businesses that were influential when I first got started. Um, R.A. Adams Trailers in McHenry. <clears throat> Back then it was Mr. Adams. Mm-hmm. And he let me take a trailer on time. and said, mm-hmm. I know your family, Tommy. You're good for it. Pay it off when you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't hear that too much today. Uh, there was a landscape equipment supplier in Haynesville that kind of did the same thing. So just on a handshake, I got two mowers and a trailer, and I was in business. Um, and it kind of just parlayed from there. So built up the customer base and yep. turned it into this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we still have, like I said, we still have a handful of the same customers that we started with in yeah. year one. Um, some are commercial, some are residential. In fact, I now have well, a descendant or two of my first year employees. Um, some of those guys have since retired after all mm. that time frame, but now some of their sons and grandsons work for me. Oh, that's pretty cool. So, yeah, we're a family operation. Yeah, very so. nice. Uh, so how long did it take for you to really get the like the, the business going where it was profitable? and? I'll let you know next year how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So, now, the first year we, do, we did... Not a whole lot, but seemed to cover the bills, and we survived. Uh, now we can do in one month uh, double what we did our first year in business. Mm-hmm. So it, it's grown a little bit. Okay. Probably actually four times as much now that I think about it. All right. So, uh, so what, what would you say like, that brought you to this business? I mean, like, how, did the, how did the direction come to owning and running this well, you'll probably see after sitting and talking with me for a while, I don't sit still very well. Mm. Um, and I'm kind of always looking to do the next thing or the next project. I, I, I am not much to sit at a desk, so I like to be outside. And that was kind of the, the allure of originally wanting to be a golf course superintendent and then moving on and getting into the landscape business. 
Um, you know, it's more outdoors. And when you first think about it, you think, oh, the 70-degree weather. And, oh, it's going to be beautiful out. You don't realize mm-hmm. it can be sub-zero or 95 degrees out. But it's all part of the game. What do you guys do in the winter? Uh, we do a limited amount of snow removal. Every year we're doing less and less because it's not as profitable as it used to be. And to be honest, some of the guys are getting older. I'm getting older. Mm-hmm. This one, two o'clock in the morning, if it's going to snow, getting up and working all night gets kind of old. Yeah. Especially after the blizzard in 2011, we worked, once we got out, we worked 19 hours on. I gave everyone four hours off. We worked 19 hours on, four hours off. The next day we did 19 on, four off. And the last day we did 16 hours. Oh, man. So ever since then, you, I get a little shaky every time <laughs> they talk about a big snow. So, and some of my guys have been around through all that as well. So, I just have to do my driveway, and I don't want, want to hear about it. <laughs> yeah. So we've been kind of dwindling down the, the snow removal the last few years. In fact, actually, last week we made the commitment we'll probably not do any more snow removal after this year's over. Okay. There's there's a quality of life. You know, you work to live. You don't live to Right, so absolutely. there's a point where you got to back off a little bit on some aspects. Yep. Um, so the the way you're telling me the stories, it sounds like you're still up going out and doing these jobs, like on your own, or at least part of the crew. Um, I do get involved. I'm like the backup snowplow driver. Okay. So when one of the guys are on vacation or something like that, and this year it just seems like it was all the time. <laughs> um, no, I don't physically get out and work on the jobs anymore, but I do like to get out and see the customers. I still sell, um, and I do like to walk the job sites, and I will walk them after the after they're done, um, and while they're being installed. I mean, I'm usually a presence on the job site. Mm-hmm. I'm not there all day. I'm not there a long period of time, but I am there. It's just no one built. Yeah. Um, like, how many jobs do you think you have going at like one time? Um, well, maintenance—it's on ongoing. Um, Maintenance—it's just continuous. Every same accounts every week. As for install, well, in a given day, we're running usually a minimum of four jobs, mm-hmm. and some of those jobs will last um, a month, month and a half. Some will be a one-day job, or there's some half-day jobs. So it's pretty fast-paced. Okay. So uh, one of the things I, I checked out the website real quick. Um, before we talked. And one of the things I saw on there was like the 3D renderings kind of caught my eye a little bit because I thought they were pretty neat looking. It almost looked like a video game screenshot, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. A um, couple different, uh, Unilock actually has one called uh, Univision that mm-hmm. they provide for their authorized contractors. And then we do another one with uh, a design program called Dynascape. Um, I can't do either. <laughs> I got okay. talented people that can do that. Oh, there you go. Yeah, they do the designs and things. Okay. So that's something you could basically take from scratch and just talk with the customer about their wants and everything and put it together? Yeah. Years ago, it was just a little hand sketch and a bubble sketch, something quick. And as time's gone on, the more we can communicate before the sale Mm -hmm. or or at least to make them more comfortable with what they're buying because sometimes these, these projects get pretty expensive. The more info you can give them, the more comfortable they are. The more comfortable they are, the more likely the project will go smooth. Right. Um, what, as far as, like, so 30 years of experience doing this, what is probably the biggest job that you had? 
Oh, boy. Um, we've had a handful that are, well, that's kind of a tough call. We've had a good handful that are over a quarter million dollars each, and wow. we've got one that's still ongoing that's probably going to be about 500000 when it's done. Oh, wow. So, what, what is all in 500000 A lot. <laughs> <laughs> it, um, we did a, a, a brick inlaid uh, floor for a horse barn. Um, it's just a massive estate. Uh, monstrous patio out back. Looks like there's going to be an in-ground pool. Um, driveway approaches. It's just, it was a rather massive project. Yeah. Um, our average, though, are much smaller. And honestly, the most enjoyable ones are anywhere from ten to $35,000. Okay. We get in, we can get them done, and we see see the results quick. And, and, the, and those are the people who are doing those jobs that are so appreciative of what we do for them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, 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 a, it's a huge deal to them, even, even the smaller jobs. But that's the more satisfaction of it, is okay. seeing the faces on the customers afterwards and then, then becoming customers for a long time. Okay. Um, so how do you guys be in like landscaping and design, like you get to get the word out so people can hear about you or, you know, great, get new customers, or is it more about maintaining your current customer base? Uh, it's a little of both. Uh, it's easier to keep a customer than, than to find a new one. And some of them are maintenance customers that down the road, they've moved two or three times now in the, their house or their dreams. And now they want it done right. And then they've seen our work over the years, the website, we do a little of that Google SEO stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not real versed in all of that, yeah. but um, most of our stuff is referral. We, we've got a pretty strong name in, in this area. Uh, we try to stick it all to McHenry County. We don't travel too far anymore. You know, and it's just, you know, people see our work after we're done or they're at somebody's house and said, oh, you know, so-and-so, I was at their place. It was beautiful. Can you do something like that for me? And that's kind of mm-hmm. mostly how we find new customers. Okay. Uh, so what would you say, what's something that you want people listening to know about your business? Well, we're honest. We're upright. We do it like it's our own house. I mean, it, 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 if it's, you know, you're looking for the cheap, low-cost design, low-cost build and installation, don't call us. If you want your patio the last you want your project to last and look good 10 years after it's been installed. Mm-hmm. It's going to cost you a little more, but. Okay. Um, so over 30 years, uh, any interesting stories, anything weird that happened or anything maybe you found when you're digging up a site? <laughs> well, one, one, this was a long time ago. We were doing the front subdivision of a new townhome complex, and it was like the entry triangle between the exit and the ex- and entrance and exit. And we were digging down with him and found a car. <laughs> so we called the job superintendent and everyone else. We made a decision. We kind of took the backhoe and ripped the top of the car off and planted the tree and moved on. <laughs> you know, so it was like an entire car? An entire car. Like not in pieces. It was together. Yeah. It used to be an old farmstead. And I guess farmers back then, the way they get rid of things, it wasn't like they had a recycle, metal recycling around. They'd dig a big hole and bury things. <laughs> so. That's going to be a pretty big hole. Uh, it was, uh, well, I, we didn't uncover the whole car, so just the top of it. Okay, so you just left the rest of it down we there? We just left the rest of it down there and kept going. I mean, so there's half of a car somewhere? It was it was down there for probably 20, 30 years before us, so, yeah. you know, and that's... Can you remember the type of car? There. I'm just curious. 
No, no okay. actually, I don't know. It was something old. We just got into the roof or whatever. It was a Chevy something. Or other. <laughs> All right. That, that was more than I expected. All right. <laughs> um, uh, is there anything else that uh, that you want to cover as far as the business? Is there any, any other, like, previous stories or anything like that? Like, getting everything together, hiring people, getting turning this into what it is now? Um. Well, I couldn't do it without my whole team. Obviously, it's not just a one-person show. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I, I'm proud of the fact that I now have second, third-generation guys working for me. Um, you know, I know them all by name. Uh, you know, we have a good relationship. I, I'd like, you know, we have a last Christmas we did a bags turn with the guys in the shop because of COVID, so we had a taco truck show mm-hmm. up and parked in the shop, okay. and we had a nice little our own little Christmas fiesta that way. And, you know, it was a lot of fun. The guys all had a good time and yeah, we're, we're a family operation. So yeah. It's, so how many people do you have working for you? Uh, right now we're, we got about six or seven right now. And then uh, coming up, spooling up, hopefully as soon as the snow melts, yeah. two weeks, wink, wink, hopefully, uh, we'll, we'll spool up to about 30 to 35 people. I think that's a pretty good sized family. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> It's, and we go through a lot of people it's to find the keepers and you know it's quality employees are not as easy as they used to be to find I can't imagine it's an easy job either no no it's not for the faint heart yeah that's for definite exactly all right uh, that's it that's all I got okay all right all right guys there you go Nyerman landscape and design uh, you can find them out in Woodstock uh, if you have any projects coming up go see Tom and his crew check out what they can do for you, uh, uh, you know, if you need any landscaping done, any uh, pavers put down, anything uh, like an in-ground pool. I mean, that sounds good. Get an in-ground pool, invite us all over. Um, <laughs> I really appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. Uh, it's been a lot of fun to do. Uh, we're going to keep going. We're going to keep going, but I am going to uh, take a small break. Uh, we're going to kind of conclude uh, the season with this episode. I was kind of deciding how long I wanted each season to be. Um, I think 10 is probably a good roundabout number. So uh, th- so this is season one, the end of season one. Uh, season two is coming up. Um, I do have some more uh, episodes, some more companies to talk to and uh, edit. Uh, so we're not stopping that. Just going to take a little breather because it is uh, quite hectic to uh, kind of get these together and talk to people and uh, get them out on time. So um, just going to take a small break to focus on getting some more episodes completed. And then uh, we will resume season two, which uh, I think the next episode will be pretty cool. Um, I know who it's going to be already, and uh, I have not recorded it, but uh, I think that one's going to be a really cool one, at least for me to do. Um yeah, I think you'll understand more. I don't want to give too much away. So, uh, and I actually want to get it recorded before I decide to tell you who it is. So, um, yeah, like I said, uh, this is the end of season one and then, uh, season two is coming for you guys. Uh, but let me know if there is a place business, um, that you want to hear from. You think they got a cool story. Even if you don't think they have a cool story, I bet it's probably actually pretty interesting. So, uh, let me know. Um, as always, left at the light pod at gmail.com. Uh, my name is Matt, 
You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, many other places. If you haven't done so already, uh, feel free to share these episodes. Uh, feel free to like the Facebook page, all that good stuff. Uh, comment, make comments on the episode on uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to. Um, I am not an expert on those things, but I hear it helps. So uh, the biggest thing for me is I want everybody to hear the podcast and if they are interested in this type of thing and hopefully uh, get involved, let me know who you want to hear from. Uh, I think um, I have some plans coming up for like spring, summer for the podcast, and we'll see if we can work those out. Um, some interesting things coming your way. So keep listening for those. Uh, and I guess um, I guess that's pretty much it for me, you guys. For season one, uh, this was Left at the Light. I am Matt. And... Um, Again, left at the light pod at gmail.com. Uh, I look forward to speaking with you guys again pretty soon. So keep a lookout for season two. Thanks, everybody. Have a good uh, beginning of the spring. Get out there and enjoy the weather. I know I will be. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. Goodbye. <laughs>